I see loads of ads online for growing a million dollar business or building passive income products and all sorts of investment opportunities that will make you rich. And yet when I talk to most of my people, small agency owners, you know what most of them say that they want? Financial security. Sure, they would love to make 30, 40, $50,000 a month or more, but most of them count that as icing on the cake. What they say they really want is to just make enough money to live their lives comfortably, take care of their families, and just not have to worry about money. Well, if that's you, guess what? I think you can get there a hell of a lot sooner than you think. And today, I want to share the secret of how. You're listening to the No BS Agency Podcast. We talk strategies that can take your one to two person branding agency from $5,000 to $30,000 per month without hiring employees or working your ass off. All you have to do is cut the BS. I am Pia Silva. When we first started our business in 2011, all I wanted to do was be able to make enough money to live and take care of ourselves and be our own bosses. That was it. And for years, my only goal was just that, make enough money to enjoy my life without having to work all the time. I really didn't have visions of grandeur. I didn't have visions of multi-million dollar years or you know, owning three houses or I don't know, whatever you do with way too much money. I don't think I even let myself imagine that because I frankly don't think that I believed that I could ever get there. But I did think that it was reasonable and possible to get to a place where I felt financially secure. And probably on some level, I felt like that was an okay goal to strive for and that going for anything above and beyond that would be greedy would be asking too much. Thinking that wanting more than you need is greedy is actually a theme that I see from a lot of people that I work with. And I'm sure that I felt that same way too. So you can imagine the fear and devastation that I felt when in 2014, we found ourselves in $40,000 of debt. That was the complete opposite of the financial security that I was looking for. Plus, I was working all the time, so I didn't have freedom, I didn't have money, and I felt like I was failing in my business and had nothing to show for it. Fast forward just eight or nine months later, and we were booked solid with brand ups. I was raising the price, we were doing them almost every day, and we were just raking in the cash. We got out of debt within a couple of months, and we were in the green by a lot. We had a ton of cash in the bank because we had let our employees go when we were in debt, we ended up keeping all of this money. So all of a sudden, we went from debt and feeling completely financially insecure to having a surplus of cash. And that was the moment that I thought that I would feel free and I would feel financially secure. But guess what? I remember sitting on a beach in Hawaii that following December, we were on vacation, first real vacation we had taken in years. We had all this money in the bank. This was not a cheap trip to go on. And yet I still was nervous and worried that the brand ups were going to dry up, that I wasn't going to be able to find 
enough clients that maybe this was a fluke. You know, we had been really booked up and we had all these clients, but it was going to run dry. It was going to run out. And then what? I was so scared of going back to the place where I had been just a few months earlier, terrified because I didn't know which way to turn and I didn't know what to do next. And you would think that having a lot of cash in the bank would have made me feel better, but that cash could go away. If the clients dried up and we had to use that money to live for a little while, all of a sudden we'd be back in the position we were in before. And that was my biggest fear. And it was at that moment that I had this realization that I felt almost just as much fear and anxiety in that moment with cash in the bank sitting on the beach as I did nine months earlier in debt. I didn't feel any more financially secure, even though my financial situation was so different. It took me a few more years to figure out what would make me financially secure. And I can tell you that where I'm sitting right now, I finally feel that financial security and safety that I didn't feel back in 2015. So what's the difference? The difference is today, I have complete confidence in my ability to make money. And I didn't have that back in 2015. I was starting to build it, but I didn't know for sure that I would be able to continuously attract clients. Fast forward to today, or even years ago, like 2016 or 17, you could have taken everything away from me and dropped me in the middle of New York City. And I would feel confident that I would be able to find new clients and support myself and get myself an apartment and do all the things that you need to do to feel safe in the world. The difference wasn't having money in the bank. The difference was having the skill set and the confidence in my skill set to be able to support myself. And it made all the difference. So let's talk about how to get that kind of confidence and how to build that skill set because it really is a skill that anybody can learn. For me, it started with reliably building a process that I could use to close clients and then fulfill on the projects. Changing my process from writing proposals to selling this brand shank was a game changer. Going from having lots of conversations and trying to pitch work to just having this product that I had to sell was an instant moneymaker. I started selling my lead product, my brand shrink, which is what I do and what I teach you how to do instead of writing proposals, selling that for $650 as opposed to writing free proposals and hoping and waiting to close the client was a huge game changer because it meant that I could make money on the spot. And it was relatively easy to sell. Once I learned the skill and understood what it was and how to position it and how to talk to somebody so that they wanted to buy it, all of a sudden I could generate $650 in a conversation. Okay, so that's power, right? Then I learned how to use this process. I built this branching process up so that I knew with pretty high certainty that I could close that client into a multi-thousand dollar project at the end. Because of the way that I run the interview, because of the way that I write the brief, I knew that clients would come on the journey with me and want to hire me after. Maybe not 100% of them, but close to it. So I knew that from one conversation, I could generate a few hundred dollars, and then using that experience, I could turn that into a few thousand dollars. That's powerful. 
Drop me in the middle of New York City with no cash and I bet you I could sell one of these to somebody because everybody needs help with this. Okay, but I had that in 2015. I had this process already. Granted, it wasn't nearly as fully formed as it is now, but it was there and that's why I was able to sell so many of them. But it wasn't until 2016, 2017 that I also had the authority machine. And the authority machine meant that I knew I would always attract new clients. And that's where that financial security really kicked in. Building an authority machine is like building the foundation of a house. You can't just build a house on a patch of grass. You have to put down some concrete or some foundation so that the house will be level and it will be steady and it will have something solid to stand on. Similarly, most people do their marketing without having a foundation. They build a house on grass. And what happens? It just kind of sinks into the ground. It doesn't have anywhere to go because it doesn't have a solid foundation to stand on. By building an authority machine, which consists of some core foundational content, core foundational ideas that your whole brand is all about, and having a way to take people that come into your world and actually nurture them for the long term, having those different components means that anything you do in marketing is going to translate to some clients coming out of it. A lot of people, when they start marketing, they think, oh, I should go be on a podcast, or oh, I should go post on social media. And then maybe someone sees what you said or listens to your interview, and that's great. And then they think, oh, I like that person. And then that's it, right? We're all busy, we're distracted, and they don't think about you again. When you have an authority machine, that person then goes into your world and is basically indoctrinated (laughs) into your way of thinking. If they like you, they'll continue to follow you and there'll be a whole other host of content and, and there's a world for them to engage with. Once you have the authority machine, you will be generating prospects all the time without you having to do much work at all. And the combination of having a really clear and reliable process and way to turn a conversation into cash on the spot and then turn that cash into more cash, coupled with a machine that is bringing people to you, that is the ability to make money. That is a level of trust in your ability to make money that dwarfs any cash you have in the bank. It's like owning a golden goose. You know the story of the golden goose, right? It's a fable. The guy has this goose and it starts laying golden eggs and he's so excited that, you know, he's this poor miller and he's so lucky that he has this goose laying these golden eggs and he's selling them or whatever he's doing. And then he says, I can't wait for these golden eggs anymore. And he cuts the the goose open and obviously there's no golden eggs inside and the goose dies and he is out of his golden eggs. Building this ability to make money, building your own trust in your ability to make money is like creating a golden goose for yourself. There's always more golden eggs coming out. And when I finally felt like I had that golden goose, I finally felt financially secure. And a couple of things happened when I felt that difference. Not only did it give me complete relief because I no longer had that fear and anxiety that I would be stuck in debt sometime with no way out. But I had relief from that anxiety, irrespective of how much cash was in the bank. The money in the bank didn't dictate how I felt because I knew I could always make more. And what that allowed me to do is that allowed me to invest in myself at a much higher clip. 
So then I started investing at higher and higher rates because I didn't need to hold on to the money. The money wasn't where the security was coming from. The security was coming from my ability and my skill set. So every time I saw an opportunity to build my skills, learn something new, learn something new about marketing, get better at writing, get better at branding, whatever it was, I always said yes, because I knew that that would pay me dividends on the back end way more than whatever cash I was trying to hold on to. In the past, I would try to hold on to that cash because it felt like that's where the safety was coming from. But once I started to realize and experience that financial security and safety actually comes from my ability to make money and not cash in the bank, all of a sudden the cash was freed up. It was such a huge revelation and and mindset shift for me because Of course, if you think about financial security, usually you think about having money in the bank or or owning property or owning something that's going to make you feel like you are safe. But you know what's better than having $100,000 in the bank? Having an email list of people that love to hear from you so much that you can sell them something and make $100,000 whenever you want. That's security. That's financial safety. And It's a lot more fun and you can make a lot more money in the process and you can still go for however much you need. I used to joke with Steve that I would, I kept increasing our lifestyle because I needed to increase the amount of money that we needed. So I had something to go for because I would never go for more than we needed. So every year I would set up, you know, how much money we wanted to make based on what kind of life we wanted to lead. What kinds of things do I want to invest in in my business and how much does that cost? What kinds of things do we want to do in our life and how much does that cost? And I would add it all up. This is, by the way, what I do inside No BS Agencies. I have people create the life that they want and figure out how much it costs rather than just say, I want to make $100,000. No, what does the life you want cost? And let's make that amount of money. So that's what I would do. I would tally the whole thing up and then I would say, okay, this is the number. This is how much we need to make. And then we would always make it. And we would rarely make more because once we made that amount, I had no why. I had no push to make more than what we said we wanted. Basically, I would just stop working or I would just start reinvesting the time that I would spend in a different place, doing things that I wanted to do. So if we weren't getting towards our goal yet, then we would probably put more energy into sales. And if we were hitting our goal, or there've been many times where we've hit our goal months before the year is done. And then we just spent the rest of the year doing other things, right? Steve is painting. I'm writing content. I'm writing my book. I'm working on my speaking. I did my TED talk. There's so many things that I want to invest in that don't create sales immediately. So because of that, I would increase our lifestyle and like just add things to the list so that I had a higher goal because I knew that I would never go beyond that. And that was a mindset shift that I had to work through, which I can talk about on another episode, probably connected to that idea of you'll make as much as you need and nothing more because wanting more or going after more is greedy. I'm not sure exactly what it was, but I definitely had that and I had to unhook that and to get to a place where there was a greater why to make even more. And it's not because I want to hoard cash. It's because, oh, the more money I make, the more things I can do, right? I have big visions for the kinds of uh, 
change and impact that I want to have. And the more cash I have available, the faster and more easily I can do those things. The more people I can affect. I used to be in the nonprofit world and I just hated how it felt asking people for money and trying to get them to donate to our causes. And I'm so over that. Like, I want to make the money and just donate it myself. (laughs) I want to see causes that I love and be like, great, here it is. And that's what I've been able to do in the last couple of years. I've been able to see people that I want to help and just give it to them. See organizations that I want to support and just give them money. And it feels so good. So There are so many reasons to get good at this skill of making money. And you can stay where you might be right now, which is where I was feeling like I just need enough to live. I just want to feel financially secure. But I'm telling you, financial security comes from your ability and confidence in your ability to make money, not from cash in the bank. So keep investing in that skill. And as you build it, if you're like me at all, your imagination will continue to grow in the ways that that growing your business will be able to affect things on a much greater level. You'll be able to see way beyond yourself, way beyond what felt like all that you needed because you'll want more and you'll want to do more once you see that you have the capacity to do it. Invest in your ability to make money. It's a skill anybody can learn. I know you can do it. It is going to help you. It is going to help your family. It's going to help your community. And it's going to make you feel that safety and security that I know a lot of you are chasing. Thanks for listening. That's all I got for you today. Talk to you next week. Hey guys, I wanted to ask you for a big favor. If you love this podcast, if you love this episode, I would be grateful if you would share it with a friend who would benefit or better yet on Instagram in your stories and tag me at Pia Loves Your Biz. It really is the best way for others to find out about the show. And I thank you in advance for your help. I hope you enjoyed this episode. I'll be back next week with more no BS tips for your agency so you can find more profit, ease, and freedom. The No BS Agency podcast is produced by Yellow House Media. Coordinator is Lou Blazer. This episode is edited by Marty Seafelt. Creative direction by Sean and Tara McMullen. Our theme music is Knock 'em Down by The Shrugs.